Welcome back to Bible Speaks Truth. Once again, I'm Jesse, and uh, this is episode number two. So, if you listen to episode one, uh, you would know that I basically uh, am going to be reading through the Bible and then talking about things that stood out to me that night. Um, but I'm going to take a little bit of a, a different direction tonight. And the reason I'm doing so is because I feel like this topic is something that we've all struggled with at some point in our life. Uh, Even if you're the most devoted uh, Christian or the most devoted person to God, you have either had this question or had this question posed to you. And I, I think a snapshot of a very healthy conversation that uh, took place the other day for me is uh, super important. So my uh, the night that I had posted the, the first episode here, I had posted something on my personal Facebook page. And the reason it was on my first, uh, personal Facebook page is because I'm not plugging this podcast through social media. That's not what this is about. Uh, it's more for myself, like I said, and the intimate few that uh, do want to follow along in this journey with me, but uh, I had posted something along the lines of don't uh, don't follow religion or man's word. You know, jump into the Bible for yourself. And I also post the verse, uh, which was James four four through six, that really caught my eye um, from episode one, and so. After doing so, a friend of mine hit me up on the side and just some background on him. He is a non-believer. He grew up in a very religious household and just thought it was all a farce. And his own opinion was that God is a tyrant and can stop us all from pain and suffering. And he he doesn't want to follow or believe in a God that uh, that allows these things to happen in the world. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I think that this is a very interesting and uh, serious topic that everybody will come across at some point in life. And so I just want to share what uh, what the back and forth was. And there were a lot of people that, that either commented or, or liked this post And I think it's because it's a very real one. So without further ado, here it is. So his response to my post started like this. My question for the people who believe it is the fault of ourselves and not the creator, then why are children dying of cancer? Why are tsunamis and earthquakes killing hundreds of innocent people? What is the purpose behind letting children starve? God could stop this at any time, but he chooses to let it happen. I say this with respect, and I am not trying to incite controversy. My response to him was, Before I respond, I want to say thank you for being willing to challenge me on this. You hit me up very respectfully on the side, not wanting to cause controversy, and I asked you to post. My answer would be this. Maybe the Bible says different. Um, but this is my humble opinion, and as I read the Bible, I may come across the correct answer. But if we truly believe, uh, if we truly 
from the beginning of time lived by his word, illness would probably be few and far between because our bodies are treated properly through nutrition and same goes for natural disasters as we would have treated the earth properly. God essentially put us on earth to care for others and the earth, and we have done the complete opposite. I truly believe that there would be cures for all illness, and maybe there is even now, but man is living for thyself, not to help others. Here was his response. My follow-up to that would be simply why. Why did it have to be a test in the first place? God could have created a utopia from the start. He chose to give humanity the option to fail. What is the purpose of giving us a choice? That, to me, is malevolent and the main reason I choose not to believe. That's super powerful. I think that uh, I think that's the meat and potatoes of, uh, of a lot of people's argument. So here's what I said. I said, I think you pose a very good question. And I am only a novice in my journey with him. I wish I had all of the answers. It is why I encourage reading the Bible. I will respond with what little I know, however. God did create a perfect utopia and Satan seeped in. I'm sure your follow-up question is, why didn't God just end Satan there? And to that, I don't have an answer. As a parent, however, I can say I appreciate that God has given us a choice. If he was a tyrant, I believe the opposite of what you believe. I feel that in the case, uh, in that case, he would have never let us do our own thing if we choose. I catch myself correcting my actions from my kids, and when I do, I immediately feel bad for it. Who am I to stop their thoughts and their feelings? I'm here to guide them, love them, and always be here for them. I am not here to make them perfect or obey my every command just because I know better. As a parent, I technically have the power to keep them from school shootings and drugs, but in doing so, I would keep them from everything else. Does that make me a bad parent or evil if my kids become addicted? Maybe. I mean, I could have held them against their will and stopped it, but I didn't. Hopefully you see where I'm going with this. I am serious when I say I really appreciate your opposition and opinion. I think it is healthy to have these discussions, and no matter what, I love you. And knowing you, I am better for it, and you are a good dude, even if we do not agree on this topic. He waited about three hours before responding, and this was his response. I've been thinking about this whole take on why God would give us free will for a few hours now. And while my mind isn't changed, you have given me the best argument I have ever received on why I could be wrong. You've got me questioning what I have considered 100% truth for the first time in years. And not because I was angry but because I was willing to listen. This is why these conversations are important, and this is why it's okay to disagree. We learn. Wow. That's uh, that's crazy to me. Um, you know, I mentioned in the, uh, 
the first episode of this podcast that my dad passed away a couple months ago. And it's been really hard on me. And um, when I went back to my hometown to uh, to lay my dad to rest, uh, I was there for about a week and I spent some good time with, with my best friend uh, from childhood. Uh, this man was the uh, best man of my wedding and we've just known each other forever. And we got to talking about God and what we thought the meaning of life was. And, you know, it just kind of hit me in that moment that the meaning of life is just believing with all of your heart that Jesus is our Lord and Savior and he died on the cross for our sins. And our job, you know, as a believer is to get other people to come to this side. And it's so hard because religion and man's interpretation of of their own readings of the Bible or what have you have deterred so many people from wanting to follow Christ. I think so many people believe that they have to be perfect uh, to follow him and that there's no point because being perfect is not possible. Uh, it's boring. And, you know, it's just easier to to do things your own way because you're not going to make it to heaven anyway. There's no way that you can be that perfect. And I think it's the exact opposite. You know, I think God wants this to be easy. I think that if he didn't want it to be easy, he wouldn't have sent his only begotten son to die on a cross to wash away all of our sins. He knows we're going to mess up every single day and he's okay with that. I think he wants us at our worst because at our worst, he can wash us of everything bad and in front of other people's eyes who truly know the real us, know the cheaters that we are, the adulterers that we are, the um, porn addicted fiends that we are, the drug abusers that we are as humans, um, he can take us no matter how imperfect we may seem and make us perfect right in front of other people's eyes. And that is the true testament. And that is essentially what he wants to do with each and every one of you. And, And once he's got you in that spot of perfection in his eyes, then he can use you as a vessel to get other people to follow him. And that's it. If you truly believe with all of your heart that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, and you're willing to speak that openly uh, with conviction and try to get other people to follow him, you've punched your ticket to heaven. That's my humble opinion. And I think it's that simple but we want to overcomplicate things and find every reason not to follow him because we think it's too hard and it shouldn't be that way. I think that that's the devil's deceit running wild in this world. And, you know, what an easier way to deceive people if you're the devil than to make them think that God is A, not love, that he's judgmental, um, that he only wants you when you're perfect, and to make 
make it almost seem like this impossible maze to get through when in reality it's it's so simple to make it uh, to the other side and live an eternal life. So again, I'm only a mere man. Um, you know, I, I don't uh, I don't think I know the half of it, but that's truly what I believe at this moment uh, as I'm in the early stages of of reading through the Bible. Um, I'm sure I'll change my mind. I'm, I'm sure, uh, that things, you know, will change for me. And I reserve that right. I mean, I'm only human. I'm, like I said, I'm not perfect, but that's my thought as of now. And, and I think at the very least, the topic, uh, is an important one. And so it, it made me steer a little bit off kilter tonight, but I appreciate you sticking with me. And, uh, I hope you continue this journey with me. And uh, I love all of those that are following, and I appreciate it. Thank you.